bomb threats at libraries. Chicago's Harold Washington Library and all other city branches closed yesterday after they received, quote, digital bomb threats, according to police. And it wasn't even the first time this week. While the messages were determined to be a hoax, it follows similar threats over the last few days at libraries in Aurora, Addison, and Evanston. Last month, anonymous threats were made against libraries in Oak Park, Morton Grove, and Gurnee. So what is behind this recent menace at Chicago and suburban libraries? Well, in a few minutes, we'll hear from a former librarian, Kelly Jensen, who is now reporting on book censorship. But first, we'll turn to Illinois Secretary of State Alexi Janulius, who is also the state librarian. We caught up with him just before the show, and I asked him for his reaction to this recent rash of threats at libraries. I'm really truly saddened, disheartened, depressed. Uh, anger hasn't really kicked in. I'm, just, I'm sad for all the families that, and kids that rely on libraries as a safe haven, as a place to learn and explore new worlds and a place for parents to be able to drop their kids off and feel like they're being educated and growing. So I'm heartbroken, I'm devastated, um, and I can't believe this, I can't believe this is uh, taking place. Yeah. What are you thinking is behind these threats and, and why is it happening now? Um, you know, I, I can't speak to that. I just think th- there's been, you know, our, our poor librarians across the country, but, you know, in Illinois, we've seen it firsthand, are dealing with and have been dealing with for over a year threats of violence, intimidation. It's tougher to find librarians because they've never seen this kind of very real pressure and stress and anxiety just for doing their jobs. We should be putting librarians on a pedestal. So this has been happening um, and I think this is just a, a continuation of, of a dangerous precedent. And the, the shocking and, and alarming part is librarians care about kids. They care about education. And I think, you know, more fundamentally, the United States has always stood as a beacon of freedom to the world. And that freedom includes the right to learn and to share ideas freely, which is exactly what our libraries represent. And, and book bans are inherently against our freedom of thought. And I, my heart breaks for the librarians across the state of Illinois, but we will always fight for them. It's the same day that threats were received at suburban libraries. You were in Washington, D.C., testifying at a Senate committee hearing about book bans. Tell us what you wanted to get across to lawmakers. What we wanted to get across is, you know, th- this should not be a Democrat versus Republican issue. And I'm blown away that it's become that. This is about a freedom of speech, freedom to learn, freedom to share ideas. Um, Authoritarian regimes ban books, not democracies. And the books they're banning to kill a mockingbird of mice and men, adventures of Huck Finn. We can't let fringe elements, you know, one or two individuals determine the circulation of an entire community and I, I think that part has been really heartbreaking. Um, and to me, you know, this is all about free speech. It's all about empowering kids to explore new worlds and adults to explore new worlds. And that's what, what, what books and knowledge have always been about. So I can't believe in the year 2023, you know, these books are being banned. Yeah, you talked about your own personal story and how you would handle restricting books for your daughters. Right. Yeah, of course. And I think, you know, the, the um, some of the senators on the on the on the Republican side were turning this to a, a pornography issue and stuff that which has nothing to do with our legislation. 
and look, I've got three young daughters. Of course, of course, there are books and materials that I don't want, and my wife and I don't want our our daughters to be reading. And this goes to parental choice. But I could never, I could never fathom a world where I tell another set of parents or another family what books their kids should or should not be reading. Um, so I think it's about fighting for our librarians. It's parental rights, and and more fundamentally, it's about the future of our democracy and First Amendment rights. So um, we will we will be on the right side of history. I'm confident of it. I just I wish the temperature would calm down and we could we could talk about why this is so important. You know, someone said the other day, book banning has never been good for democracy. It's never made a a, a nation or a democracy stronger ever. How do you think Illinois could lead the way then? On, on fighting censorship? Well, we have. You know, our legislation was, was first uh, in the nation, and, and the, the, we've had other states reach out to enact similar legislation. You know, in, in Illinois, if you ban books, you will not receive state grants um, from our office. We think that was an important message to send. Um, th- you know, this right to read legislation will remove, hopefully, the goal is to remove pressure that librarians have, have tragically had to endure over the the last couple of years. And again, this legislation that we passed is important because both the concept and the practice of banning books contradicts the very essence of what our country stands for, you know, and, and it also defies what education is all about, teaching our children to think for themselves. What was the reception like at the Capitol for that new Illinois law, essentially banning book bans? Um, you know, and th- this is... Again, the heartbreaking part from the from the Democrats, they talked about why it was important, why we have to protect knowledge and freedom of speech. And Republican senators, you know, tried a, a misdirection, talking about pornography, telling me it's got nothing to do with government, and that, and that's the point. We the the irony is they said they don't want government involved in these decisions, but they're the ones who are telling librarians and li- libraries what books should and should not be in the libraries was the, the complete irony. And you want to, you know, laugh or cry. I don't know what reaction I have. They're saying, get our hands off our books. And they're the ones who are banning them, which is the exact opposite of what we're saying. We're saying let librarians who have the professional experience, knowledge, background, masters in library science to determine what books belong in circulation. That is their job. We should trust them to do it. Last piece I'll say about our legislation. Nowhere in our legislation does it, require certain books to be in in circulation. We trust the library boards and our librarians to make those determinations. Um, So it was was disheartening. You know, you think the United States Judiciary Committee would would focus on the issues in substance, and I was disheartened to see that it it became like a political football. So considering the recent threats, is the state planning to provide additional support or security to libraries that could be a target in the future? Um, so I should be clear by saying that's a, a law enforcement issue. Um, but the answer is yes, there's a lot more vigilance, a lot more uh, security, but that's not you know, an official statement from <laughs> from the state library. And it's a law enforcement issue. I know they're taking this issue very serious. And again, my heart breaks for all these families that rely on our libraries, that use our libraries to learn and to grow and as a safe haven, a welcoming center for kids. I'm depressed and upset. You know, you talk about families. Is there anything that the public could do to, to support our local libraries right now? Yeah, I, mean, I would I would tell them to, to continue to go, write letters to librarians, show them support, 
you know, the, the outreach of, of correspondence I got when we passed our legislation from librarians about how grateful they are that someone's standing up for them, how grateful they are that someone's fighting for them, how grateful they are that someone understands the threat and intimidation that they're facing uh, made me feel great. But we also went to libraries. We visited them. We, we hugged them. We told them we have your back. We thanked them for what they do for our children. We should be putting our librarians on a pedestal, not threatening their lives. And in, it, with neighboring states that are, they're, you know, they're making it a felony uh, if you don't pull a book. It's crazy. These are our neighbors. And so I would, I would encourage everyone to reach out to a librarian. Go visit your library. You know, bring them some flowers. Bring them a donut. Tell them how much you appreciate them and continue to shower our libraries with, uh, with love. Illinois Secretary of State Alexi Janulius, thank you so much for making the time. It was, uh, it was exciting to be on. Thanks for having me. We turn now to Kelly Jensen, who is a former librarian and editor who writes about book bans for the literary website Book Riot. Hi, Kelly. Welcome to the show. Good morning. So you used to work in a library. So, I mean, before we get to anything else, I'm, I'm so curious how you were feeling when these threats just kind of kept stacking up this week and even last month. So the first bomb threat in the Chicago area was at one of my local libraries. And I heard about it through a librarian I know there. And so it had this really personal connection. I've been writing about and covering book bans and the push to demonize library workers now for over two years, close to three. And having that really close personal connection, like, was especially difficult to sit with and understand that, like, this is really happening in my neck of the woods. This is happening in my neighborhood. This is happening in a state that has passed legislation to ensure that we are you know, doing what we can to not ban books. Yeah. You call it a, a push to demonize library workers. Strong words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, over the last three years, we've seen the sort of language that is being used by what is a very small minority of people to talk about librarians. They're using words like groomer. They're using words like pedophile. They're using similar language like that to describe people who work in a library and provide access to a wide range of books and videos and other materials to their community. One of the things that really needs to be emphasized is that this push to ban books is about books that represent a wide range of people. So the top book bans happening are books by and about LGBTQ people mm -hmm. and books buying about people of color. By providing those books in the library, these librarians are being seen as evil, as pushing an agenda for doing what they're supposed to be doing as librarians, which is providing a rich array of materials that represents everybody in a community. And you're pretty involved in that literary community, right? So what's the reaction been from your circles? I know that the librarians who particularly are working in the Chicagoland area are nervous. They're scared. They're going to work wondering, is this the day that, you know, this bomb threat might be real, that something might actually happen? There have been additional bomb threats um, 
beyond the ones that we know about that have been documented, but those libraries haven't reported them or have not shut down, um, instead have seen it as part of the pattern that's going on and have carried on, you know, and, and I know that there are so many who are thinking, well, we're seeing a pattern of this not being founded, that these are not actually happening just now, but what if this is the time that it is? What if this is the real time? Yeah, so far, police, they're saying that uh, these threats have been unsubstantiated. What kind of message or intimidation do you think these digital threats are, are truly sending? I mean, do you think it's fair to say that they're yet another form of censorship? I think so. I think it's, it's uh, if what we're seeing is this pattern and... Um, this pattern of language and rhetoric around libraries and librarians is really encouraging people who are looking for a way to push back against these democratic institutions the power to do so. You call in a bomb threat and you close down a library. That's a pretty big deal. Um, it gets you the attention that you want. And it also creates this fear around these institutions, both for those who work in them mm -hmm. and for those who visit them. You know, if you spend any time kind of looking through the social media responses to these recent bomb threats, you have what you expect from library workers and like people who are very involved in the literary world seeing the patterns. Mm -hmm. And then you see the patrons who were just at the library trying to use it going, why would anybody send a bomb threat to a library? Um, yeah. You know, and then that kind of that sends them down a path of like trying to understand what's going on. And I think that that, you know, that's going to backfire for the people who may be behind these bomb threats. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to strengthen the passion and the dedication that communities will have to ensuring that their libraries remain safe. Yeah. A few minutes ago, you just heard our conversation sort of expressing some of the latter sentiments you just mentioned, the Illinois Secretary of State talking about, you know, being depressed and disheartened mm -hmm. by all of this. Uh, on Tuesday, he also testified to Congress on book bans. And that same day, a rash of threats were called in to libraries just across the city. I know that you're looking at this across the country, right? So talk more mm -hmm. about the bigger picture here, Kelly. So I think it's pretty interesting that there have been bomb threats at libraries outside of Chicagoland. Um, we saw some at institutions like um, Iowa Public Library. We saw one at the University of Wisconsin at Madison at one of their libraries. And then there was a rash of them at a library in um, California. I want to say Sacramento area. But the explosion of them, excuse the word there, um, in the Chicagoland area is really fascinating because we are in an area where we have passed some moderately progressive legislation to protect these institutions and to protect the ability to access information in a wide variety of viewpoints and experiences. And I think that this is meant to be a way to stop us, to intimidate us, but I I don't think that's going to happen. I think that it, in fact, does the opposite, and it really will strengthen the passion people have for their community gems, these mm -hmm. institutions that you know really bring a community together. Yeah, you've talked on social media about the, the fatigue of all of this, right, with, with mm -hmm. so many threats. We asked the Secretary of State as well how we can support libraries at this time. 
And he mentioned, you know, reaching out to your librarian, writing letters, dropping off donuts, for instance. Again, you were a librarian. So, I mean, how do you want people to show support? So I'll be honest, I don't think librarians want donuts. I think what they want is for people to show up to board meetings, to write letters to the library board, to write letters to the local papers, to the local city government, and talk about why libraries are important, and to talk about the incredible things that are happening at the library, citing examples, talk about the book displays that are in the library, you know, talk about the efforts that librarians make to put together programs that that reach all ages and demographics in a community. And then at a like, you know, more basic level, show up to the library, go to events, go to programs, borrow books, and borrow the books that are being challenged across the country. If your library doesn't have a book you want, particularly if it's a book that comes from any marginalized community, ask them to buy it. They take public input very seriously and they want to make sure that they're serving their communities so if there's a want in the community bring it up to the libraries great advice that's kelly jensen editor at the literary news and commentary site book riot thank you so much thank you